I'm interrupting my own podcast to talk to you about Anchor. Anchor is brought to you by Spotify and is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It will also help you distribute your podcast across popular podcast hosting platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Best of all, you can make money from your podcast on Anchor with no minimum listenership. So for those of us just starting out, this is very helpful. And do you know how much it costs to have everything you need to make a podcast in one place? 100% free. Yep, you heard me right. You can do all of this and make money for free. So if you have been thinking about starting your own podcast, now is your chance. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now let's get back to the episode. Hi, I'm Yan. Hi, I'm Yvonne. Welcome to Lost and Refound Podcast. We're a podcast discussing our personal journeys as modern Asian women and sharing inspiring stories from within our community. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Now let's get started. Hi, thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. You're listening to Lost and Refound. And I have Yan and Ashley Lauren here with me today. Hi, Hello. ladies. Hi, Hello. how are you? Good. Thank you so much for joining me today. Of course. And yes. And I, we're having you back again as a second time. We yeah. loved you so much the first time. And we are excited to hear about the recent updates since last summer. Yeah. How has how has everything been going? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's crazy. It's been such, such a whirlwind for all of us, right? Um since that time yeah since the last time I was on here oh gosh like there's been so much happening I am a full-time casting director now since I've last talked to you all and that's been very very busy which has been crazy but also very you know obviously blessed to say in this time that we've been in um I also you know Last time, I think I touched on leading for elevation, but now I'm going from that to also being able to launch the first mental health initiative. So we've been working on that and getting people trained and equipped to be able to further help people who are going through different traumas and circumstances. I'll be specifically helping sexual abuse survivors and um, just different survivors of a couple different other traumas. So that's been a lot to be like getting through because I had to go through the training and such myself and get my degree and everything. And now we're all good to go and we'll be launching next week actually, which is exciting. Um, music has been good. I came out with my single Alive, which yes. did extreme. Yeah. We've been we love, we love that song. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm glad. The remix um, is hot. It's oh, hot. Yeah. Thank you. It's so funny. My dad like messaged me yesterday and like he had heard it for the first time online and was like, this is great. <laughs> um, so I'm glad people are loving it. It's did extremely well. Um, I'm excited to hopefully get my next single out um, coming up in the next month here and then just slowly work on the album to be out by the fall. So that is the goal. Um, I 
yeah besides that you know acting still is a thing that's been going on doing a lot more voiceovers and all that jazz and then nonprofit stuff too so it's been a lot going on at once <laughs> and um yeah it's definitely been it's been a productive season which is a blessing for sure mm -hmm. And you're such a giver. I can see that on your podcast and everything that you're currently hosting. You also have a podcast. Yeah. Um, it sounds like, yes. And, mm -hmm. the, and the new production company you're talking about, is that the Visionary Woman Production Company? Um, so that's my company. And I've, I've actually had that for about 10 years now. Uh -huh. um, I started off helping like broke college students, like get good headshots done. And that's how we started off. And then it transitioned way beyond what I thought it would into the years, um, managing talent, casting, uh, production design, all fall underneath that umbrella. And that for me is like a year from now, a, a couple years from now, I'm hoping to be fully like a fully like woman owned, like ran production company. Um, it started off with other women, but everyone, you know, went off on their own things and had kids and got married and all that stuff. So like it came, became a one woman show. But my, my vision for that going into the next year and, uh, and, and so on as I expand is I want to be able to have that be a fully like female ran organization where we're creating everything in-house and we're doing amazing films and shows and that are impacting people and raising awareness and you know continuing on a mission for the kingdom so that's something that I'm working on incredible service definitely sounds like your gift yeah <laughs> that yeah. you are very gifted and <laughs> knowing and, and receiving and yeah. and giving and so I want to talk about how you hold so much space for people yeah. and how you also need to protect yourself as well and yeah. make sure that you're taking care of yourself and how you've been handling that as well because I, yeah. I need some tips girl <laughs> yeah, honestly I am not a perfect person when it comes to handling that from a young age, God has equipped me to deal with a lot. And I, I was forced to deal with a lot from, from a kid. And then I also just acquired a lot, whether it be many like talents at once or people and helping and being there. Um, I think it's just something that I was naturally supposed to always do. Um, and I don't know, it's, it's, it's interesting. I feel like that's just something that I... Like he just was like, he, I'm, I've equipped you to deal with all of this. So I'm like, okay, great. But sometimes it's not great because I do get stressed out sometimes. Like I deal with a lot of heavy situations on a daily basis, helping other people through their traumas, um, helping people literally physically get out of domestic abuse situations in the midst of having a full-time job. You know, I'm on talking to clients in the entertainment industry while texting a survivor and making sure they're not going to hurt themselves or they're in a safe space. And it's definitely a lot. Um, I, I, though at the end of the day, always feel fulfilled in doing it. Um, I can never say that the stress outweighs the good that I know that I'm doing and that God has equipped me to do. And whether that's being seen or not seen, you know, like I, I don't do it for that. It's like, I do it to, to help people and to hopefully lead them down a road that they can thrive and be safe in. Um, so I, 
I'm not perfect though. I like bouncing sometimes, but it's like, you do, I do have boundaries. Like I am like a person who has set boundaries for myself when it comes to certain things. Cause like a lot of people don't know in my daily life, what I deal with, you know, on a personal level, on a spiritual level. And then I don't, like I said, I don't broadcast when I have someone come to me like, Hey, I need help getting away from, you know, my, my boyfriend who's abusing me, you know, I don't broadcast that. So it's like a lot will be going on at the same time. And I have to set boundaries when when it comes to like time to talk to people. So a lot of times I'm not on social media that much often because I have to deal with real life stuff and um, I have to focus on that first. And that's a boundary. I'll have my inbox full, you know, and it's like, hey, I'll just have to get back to you guys when I get back to you guys, you know, because I have stuff I'm dealing with. Um, and then even people who try to call me after nine o'clock, you know, it's like, I am not going to talk to you. <laughs> like even after six o'clock, I'm kind of like, okay, I have a boundary unless I have an obligation to shut myself off so I can be able to spiritually regain my strength and mentally too, after not only a long work day, but honestly working a few jobs full-time jobs at the same time, literally every day. So I have to have that time where I can just like detach from everyone and have those set times where it's like, okay, it's Ashley time. It's God time. It's workout time. It's just sitting here on my bed time, you know? Um, so boundaries has been a big thing for me that I've been really working on and getting better with and also understanding to who I'm supposed to be helping and who I'm not because not everyone you are called to help and some people you're just called to give a resource to and then you need to like they need to pick themselves up and take the accountability to go make it happen or you know some people you got to stick it in with them and really walk them through the journey um, which takes a little bit more time so I I have to be very selective and where I'm putting my energy, even with work um, in the entertainment industry, who I work with client wise or projects. Like I'm very selective now because I, I don't have energy to expand to everyone. And it's also not good to expend your energy on everybody. You have, you have to be um, selective at times and you have to let your Holy Spirit guide you mm -hmm. and lead you to, to say, okay, this is what you need to be doing in this situation. Uh, this is not your ballpark. So you can leave that alone, you know, cause you'll always get that discernment. So that's what I've been working on. That's really great advice. And I think what has really always impressed me about you the most is your capacity for love, your, the way you hold space for people. Because I know you're a, a domestic abuse a survivor, you know, and you have experienced a lot of trauma. I see your posts, um, you know, beautiful posts about your brother. I know that must be trauma and heartbreak for you too. So, you know, coming as myself, as a domestic abuse a, a survivor and survivor of the different traumas, it's hard sometimes to hold space for people, especially yeah. when you're so busy. I mean, you yeah. have so many jobs, so many jobs, so <laughs> many titles, so many things you have to do. Yeah. The fact that you are aware about setting boundaries and understanding that you can't possibly help everyone and being selective. Yeah. That's really, that's advice a lot of people need to hear, including myself. Yeah. You know, you've all know, I just, I'm still coming out of a depression I've been dealing with this past month. And yeah. it was because- I was not taking care of myself. I forgot my own boundaries. And, right. you know, so I detached from myself so that I can just handle everything and, and be there for everyone, but not myself. Right. And ultimately 
ultimately I wasn't able to help anyone in the end. Yeah. Right. And, and, and then everyone had to rally together to help me, yeah. which is what I, not what, what I wanted to start to start with, you know? Right. So I think what you just said is very powerful. And I feel like more people, especially more mothers, more women need to hear that because we yeah. are the least likely to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know, Yvonne, I always talk about how both our spouses, there are CEOs, <laughs> they run companies, yeah. but they regularly take naps when they need to. My husband always tell me if I am tired and I can't think straight, I'm taking a nap. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, like I need to take care of myself first. Whereas I think as women, we're very much like, okay, we take care of ourselves last. Let's put everybody mm-hmm. else in front of us. So, so yeah, everything that you do, I can see now how you're able to do all those things because you still take care of yourself. You make sure that, that you have your space before you can hold space for other people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, what you said is like spot on. Like you have to be able to do that or you just get burnt out. You get depressed, you get anxious and you just allow so many things um, to come around you that you weren't expecting. And also you attract a different type of energy as well. So it's just, it's very, yeah. Like with people and with situations. So it's good to always be taking time for yourself, understanding that you do come first and your spiritual health and mental health comes first before anybody else's. Cause if, you know, if you don't have that right, then, you know, you're not going to really be able to help other people, you know, out of a, a genuine healed whole place and I think that's something I'm always striving for and I always check it I'm constantly as a leader and especially in ministry you're constantly having to check yourself and check in and be aware because we see you know in the past year when you don't then you know there's a lot of bad situations that happen we've seen it with a lot of pastors that have been stepping down or have been asked to step down it's just, it's tough, you know, it's tough out here, especially when you are helping people in such a big capacity. So it's, you have to just, you have to put your mental and spiritual well-being first before anybody else is with the, with the Lord to be able to truly and effectively help other people. And I definitely resonate with that, especially like since then last year, like my own faith has grown because yeah. I was thinking, like I, I knew I couldn't do it all. I knew I yeah. couldn't do it all. So, but God is putting me in these situations. He wouldn't put me in a situation that he yeah. hasn't prepared me for. Yes. And I always try to like, remember that, but I forget all the time. I forget. And I, then I always pray, like, God, please pull me out of this situation. Please remove this person. <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> and I mean, I'm, I'm laughing about it now, but it's a very, it's like such an internal battle yeah. for me to be able like to go through those valleys and be able to to make the right decisions because it just feels like sometimes I just feel so alone even though I know like he's there supporting and how do you keep reminding yourself I think for me it's just like always remembering to go back to that connection you know it's always for me to go back to like okay when I do feel anxious when I do feel overwhelmed when I do feel like a situation is getting Um, under my skin or out of control my big thing is like okay I need to stop everything right now and like get on my knees I need to change the atmosphere like I need to put on worship music I need to really like bow down to God and be like hey Lord I'm in this situation I am tired I am weak like I do not know like what's happening right now or I'm angry my feelings are this towards this person you know it's I I have to really like stop and lay it all out and I think we have to learn to do that more 
rather than beg and be like, okay, God, you know, give me out of the situation or what, or what have you, because usually the situation we're in is a, because God, you know, put us there for a reason or B because we put ourselves there, you know? So it's either, or, and it's like our actions always lead to, you know, any type of consequence. So whether that consequence is good or bad, we, our decisions shape our lives and our situations that we end up finding ourselves in. It's how we react to it and how we truly give it to God to help like, guide us through that and take action through that, that we can be able to truly continuously remember and that his strength is sufficient and his grace is sufficient and that we can always go back to that and we need to tap into that every day and um, sometimes every second of the day if, if needed. <laughs> you know yes <laughs> and and it sounds like you've also gone through like a couple journeys yourself like how has your faith changed yeah um, in past your oh my gosh girl this is a a, <laughs> a saga <laughs> I'm going through some stuff right now that I'm like okay lord like give me grace give me peace because I'm gonna hurt somebody uh no um <laughs> it's like it's definitely my faith has grown tremendously in the past decade. I mean, we could be here all day, literally, but um, in the past year specifically, I got out of a situation that was not ideal um, with someone that said that he cared about me and all that stuff. And it ended up being completely, you know, just a lie. I was completely used. And I, I haven't really talked about this a lot on social media. And I'm kind of being a little bit more open about it now because a lot of people, I feel like, are coming around me now who are going through similar situations with men. So it's been interesting to uh, be able to relate to one another in that way and um, understand one another from that perspective. So it, it became an, a, you know, an emotionally, very emotionally abusive relationship. And um, I ended up you know, having to move out really quickly in May because it just was not a great safe situation anymore. And, um, you know, obviously the peak of COVID was happening and I had just enough money, you know, in my bank account to try to find a new apartment, but it was so great. My good friends really know this because they were walking through it with me. You know, God really, really, really kept me because I literally that same week found the place that I'm living in now, which is probably one of the biggest studio apartments you could ever find in New York City. Like seriously, which is a huge blessing in itself. Like it's huge. And though it's not perfect, it's like been sufficient for me in this season. And literally after that happened, I got my job, like my full-time work. And then also to all of these opportunities started opening up for other avenues for me to speak. And it's just like the floodgates opened all of a sudden once that situation was done. And once I cut and severed that, uh, that part off of me and started healing and got back into therapy and started working within myself to make sure I was good after that situation. So my faith honestly has grown tremendously this year because I got to see once again, God's miracles. You know, I got to see like, God is so real and he really kept me because it was a bit, it was a bad situation to be honest. There was a lot of stuff happening behind closed doors and I, you know, could have gone crazy or I could have given in and I didn't. I just said, okay, God, I trust you. And as soon as I said that and made the action to step out and 
and believed that he was going to take care of me. Like he took care of me above and beyond anything I could have possibly imagined. And this has been honestly, the whole season of COVID has been the best, uh, one of the best years of my life in a very long time. And that's crazy to say, because we've been in a pandemic, we've had all this diversity and racial discrimination, all these things happening, um, uh, like sexual abuse cases at the all time high and everything. But he's positioned me to be in a place where I can be healthy enough to speak to people in their lives who are going through some very tough things and to let them know that if they can prevail and they will prevail, they were born to prevail and that God has them and that it's going to be okay. As long as you continue to take the action to take accountability for your life and to take accountability for the values that he's instilled in you to walk out and I, I'm living proof of that, you know, and I'm living proof that he, I mean, people see me, you know, you guys see my posts, you know, people like message me every day, like, how are you doing this? How are you? I mean, wow, like, you've just seemed like you all of a sudden just caught fire and it's not stopping. And I'm like, that's God. Like, I can't tell you anything different. Like, it's not because I work hard. It's not because I'm like, I want to be the best at what I do. And I do both of those things. I do want to be the best. I want to be the best for myself. And I want to be the best at what I do. And I've always had that mentality. But, and I also... I'm a, I'm a very hard worker, but those things are not what got me to these places that I'm at now. These are not the reasons these doors have opened. It solely has been because of God. And I think this is like everything you have gone through with your entire life has prepped you for yes. what happened in 2020, right? This is, it, it's weird to say, but this was your time. Yeah. This is your time to use your gifts because everything that you have gone through in your life has prepared you to help people and help yourself during this time where so many people are lost because their life has not prepared them for something like this. Yeah, it's so true and so right because like I was forced to grow up at a very young age, unfortunately, due to the violence and due to abuse that I was going through and continued to endure through a lot of my life. It's crazy because I've also had to still deal with the repercussions of that sometimes. Like I'll be honest, you know, like it's, it's not easy being a survivor and a lot it never goes away it it never goes away yeah it doesn't it's like you constantly have to battle to find joy and to find and to walk in your purpose and to find peace every single day after being so abused all of your life and being manipulated by a lot of people in this industry and and just even training stuff too like I'm watching the uh, the Athlete A documentary now on Netflix that just came out and it brought back so many memories for me just as a horseback rider because I was competitive and having to deal with a trainer that like was very inappropriate a lot of times and now uh, my dad having to be like you know I will break your face if you if you ever try to touch my daughter you know mm-hmm. like you're getting a little too you know like no you know and, th- and I was like sitting here too before I talked to you guys I was like well thank god like my dad was my dad and thank god he was there in that situation because I was thinking I'm looking at these girls I'm listening to these women's stories now after they were girls and I was like that was you know like that could have been way worse and for me after already being abused by my family member. So it's like, 
just crazy. I, it's just been a lot and it has prepared me for now. It's made me the woman that I am. Um, and like you said, it does never go away. You have to constantly check in, 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 in with yourself. You have to constantly be aware of your of your brokenness and making sure it's not affecting other people and making sure you're working on your healing and you're, and you're just constantly staying aware. Um, it's, it's just something you always, always, always are going to have to do, I believe. And I know some Christians will like not approve of this message, but I don't care. You know, it's like, God is healer. God is redeemer, but God never said that he would always like always heal something right then and there. And then you're just magically walking on rainbows. I believe God has given us what he's given us all individually for a reason and to walk it out with him, you know, to be able to rely on him for daily healing, for daily uh, mending, for daily breakthrough. And I don't think anyone in the word from Job to Joseph, Moses, you know, I don't think any of them ever stopped struggling. And it showed that too, you know, like they never stopped struggling, but they did just allow God to continue to be there for them in their lives and to lead them. And they trusted him and their faith, you know, proved them worthy. So it's just like, I'm at that point now where I'm like, yeah, sometimes I will be depressed. I'll, like I have my seasons too, when it's just like, it hits you, you know? Mm -hmm. And and then you're like, it's out of nowhere. And you're like, man, this sucks. Like, why do I feel like this? But it's just always going to be something that reminds you that you need him. And mm -hmm. I believe he does that on purpose. Yeah. And what's the definition of heal, right? Heal does not mean is one and done. It's it's a daily practice, like yes. you said. It's it's something you have to remind yourself every single day. Something you have to sometimes I give myself a pep talk every single morning. Yeah, you know, and that's just, it's part of process. I believe we're on this earth to to learn different lessons. And yeah. if we just heal overnight, we're never going to learn any lessons. Exactly. It's these long time lifelong traumas that you heal day by day, day by day. Mm -hmm. I know when I'm eighty, hundred, when I die that trauma is still going to be there. It's part of me. It's never, it's part of my DNA now. It's never going to go away. But what I will have learned out of this life is, is how to survive that trauma, how to yes. overcome it, how to be yes. stronger. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And, and you can thrive too, you know, like I, that's what I teach people because obviously the goal is not just to survive, but to really thrive in your life, despite what you've been through. And I feel like that's something I always want to remind people of, like you, you should always want to be evolving to that space where at least, you know, and feel like you have been overcoming those things and not staying in them and not being trapped and encompassed by the pain constantly. So when you start like really getting that relief, that's when you know that you're at least taking the right steps and you are thriving in those areas, whether it be little or, you know, big or small. Um, at least that's happening. And that's always going to be a process of like breaking through the different levels of thriving. It's not just like a, a always on 100 journey. Yeah. And I will advise anybody who's, you know, feeling not that great that day, you know, I will advise them put on your new song, Alive. I mean, yeah. that song, I felt like it was so appropriate in the time because people were not feeling alive during that time. Yeah. And I remember when I first heard it, I was like, this it's weird because we're in such a strange time, but it's, it's appropriate because we all need to hear that message right now. Yeah. And it made me really happy in a time where it was very anxiety driven. 
Yeah. Oh, that makes me so happy. It really, really does. Everyone is really took taken to that song and it's really made me just really touch my heart that, you know, and that was another God thing. You know, I wasn't even planning on that song. I wrote like randomly, um, after my brother had passed away. And it was like a weird song to write after that moment. Cause I was not feeling alive. I was not feeling anything of the sort. And I just remember the melody coming to my head probably a few weeks after um, I was into my grief journey. And it was just something I put on the back burner and recorded on my phone. And then after I moved here to my new apartment, the song, I came back to it on my phone. And I was like, oh, I, I, I forgot about this melody. And then the rest of the song just kind of like came right out. And I was like, okay, I think this will be my new single. Like it wasn't the plan for this song to be my new single actually. I had another song, which I wrote right after my brother died, which is much more fitting for what I was feeling um, in that season. But God was like, this is gonna be the song. And I was like, okay. And so that's how that happened. I love that story. That makes the song even more special. Cause I don't, I mean, I am not, in your head so I don't know what you are going yeah. through I know it must be being really dark but I feel like for you going through such a dark time to have a song like alive come through your head just almost feel like your brother sending you a message too that yeah. you're going to be alive after this that you're going to thrive even yeah. you know past this yeah yeah no I I definitely feel that I feel like he's for sure been inspiring me and just being there still, you know, in spirit and um, that song for sure just yeah had him written all over it definitely. You going through your stories and there's been so many people that have helped you through and yes. where God has been also doing work through those people like to help you and give you messages that maybe um, yeah. you weren't ready to hear. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's coming like through a physical plane. So yeah. I was also wondering, how do you learn how to trust people again? Or how do you oh. help other people like learn how to trust others as well? Yeah. Um, I think that's another process, to be honest. Um, I always have been very, uh, my mom would always say I, I was very naive, but um, I, I don't know. I just feel like God made me with a very forgiving heart um, in regards to just a lot of different things. And I think that's a part of my strength, to be honest. Um, I, but it's, it's a process. Like the older I've gotten, there's been a lot of things that have happened. And I think for me personally, God has been really taking me out of a situation to show me um, certain things to allow more empathy for people, just even from my dysfunctional, you know, family stuff and, you know, past two very broken, uh, you know, abusive relationships and such. Um, I feel like he really has been showing me after those situations that, you know, these people, you know, everyone has brokenness, everyone has, you know, things that they need to come through and the difference between people coming through it and being better than someone else in regards to the situation is the people who choose to actually be aware and take accountability for their actions and not allow the brokenness to lead 
their life and lead them into hurting other people. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like God's really been showing me that and really speaking that into my life, especially this past season. Because like, sometimes we want to say, you know, like everyone's bad. Like some people are really bad and some people are good and this and that. And um, I feel like we all have our, you know, our flaws and no one is perfect, but there are some people that do allow their brokenness to hinder others' lives, which is not fair because of their lack of accountability. So for me, it's been a process to, you know, like it's going to be a process for me whenever I start dating again, for sure. Like, Hey, like, you know, like it's going to be a process. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's not like I'm not going to trust a, a guy again, but it's going to definitely take a moment to be like, okay, I need to see you put your money where your mouth is. I need to see that your actions actually line up with your words. I need to see what you've been doing. I need to see your heart. I need to see, you know, the, some of the brokenness that you have been through to see if we'll align. And I feel like that's why I have the very good few friends that I have is because we all have that understanding and we've all been through some stuff and we all have admitted what we've done wrong especially to one another at one point or or something um like I had a friend that came back into my life after 10 years you know and I was always there and I was always like walking her through stuff and she was never really there for me like that. And then I kind of had to step away from a situation that she was going through. And then she came back years later and then apologized. It was like, hey, I would like this to be a fresh start if possible, if you would like that. And I, I did offer, you know, I was totally open and now we're back on speaking terms again but it's like I have those relationships that are raw they're real people you know like come to terms in, in, in the ways that they do and it's a process like it's a process but it's been beautiful to have those people in my life because it's not cookie cutter it's not like okay this is great you know we've been through some stuff together we've we, we understand each other from a deeper level than just the surface and that's what has made it um be something beautiful mm -hmm. there's no connection you can't you don't find those easy <laughs> yeah no sure. they're very far and few between like I definitely have like you know I can count on one hand those people and they've been there through they've been through there for a lot of stuff we've butted heads we've stopped talking for a little bit we've forgiving each other for some things. I mean, we've been through a lot of stuff together, but it's like we've led to this moment where now we're like, we're family. Whenever we do need something and we need to call on one another, like even if we don't talk for a while, like we will be there, you know? So it's, a, but it's a process. It's because not everybody's willing to have that, you know? Not everyone's willing to um, have those true relationships with people. And I think that's what kind of is broken in our world right now is a lack of relation. People have towards one another and everyone kind of living more on the surface rather than actually like having friends that they had been through some stuff with and have grown with and that have grown with them and they continue to challenge each other to strive and grow. And I think that's a big difference between, you know, having actual good friends and having just people who are there. And that's what I'm trying to be more cognizant of in this season of my life as well. Mm -hmm. That's a really good lesson and yeah. it's hitting home because I've also similarly have friends that I've 
moved on and yeah. have come back as well. So yeah. just you speaking through that, I know a lot of people will also relate to that as well. And mm. everyone's always reevaluating when they're also yeah. thinking like, oh, like how can I be a better friend? Yes. And how can I think, and how can I hold space for my friends even when I'm in a difficult situation? Yeah, yeah. Time. Yeah, it's always a, it's like a, a process is the word, but it's always a process for sure. Um, and just being open, you know, like I've had friends, like we do that to, we do that with each other now. Like if we're all going through something and we, we need to take a step back, you know, like we'll let each other know, like, you know, and then we, like we have healthy boundaries with one another where it's like, okay, cool. Like if you need something, I got you, like, you know, I love you and like, let's talk soon. But it's, it's nice to have that now rather than people getting mad of like oh what do you you know you're stopping you what are you doing or da, da, da. um so I've definitely grown for sure too from that aspect of just like understanding that we're all going through something and that um that's the process of trust is being able to let go also a lot of times and understand that if that person is to be in your life then they will be and if they're not then they won't mm-hmm. And, um, and then how do you set those same boundaries for your family? Because sometimes like, my, I mean, I love my family. Yeah. Sometimes they drive me up a wall. <laughs> yeah. Um... And, and I cannot step back. My mom is the one who will call multiple times until yeah. I pick up. <laughs> yeah. It's, um... It's funny because I've been actually working with the women in my group on family boundaries a lot this season because we all have like funny, crazy dynamics of family backgrounds um, with our parents specifically too. And it's just kind of like, you have to try to almost train and put the boundaries up like a child. Like honestly, for a kid um, who tries to constantly be in your business or constantly be on your heel, you have to kind of like sometimes maybe not answer or be like, hey mom, I am doing this, I will call you back. Or, hey, this is the time that I'm working and you may call me, like you can call me after this time. Um, it, you know, it, um, unless it's an emergency, obviously, then, you know, please. But sometimes my mom, for instance, will call me just for nothing. And I'm like, mom, you know that I'm working, you know that I'm in the computer. And it's like, I need you to not call me to talk about the new, like, you know, or <laughs> call me to talk about drama that's only going to stress me out, that I don't need that energy, you know? So it's like, it's just being open and being like, hey, here are some things that I wish I want you to respect. And it's hard for our parents specifically to do that too, because they're always wanting to like, you know, be in our business sometimes and sometimes some some parents you know from the girls that I'm working with are just toxic you know and they need to have a step back and sometimes that means maybe like letting them have some space and you having your space and you know calling when the time is right and such but um, boundaries for everyone in any capacity are, are just so important And I always use, you know, Jesus's example, you know, Jesus had really good boundaries himself. Like whenever he started getting stressed out or didn't want to talk to anyone, he said, Hey, like I'm going away. Like, do not follow me, you know? And it's like, we have to have that, you know, he was the prime example of like boundaries are okay. Mm -hmm. And like he had them. So it's just all about saying when, you've had enough and you need a a moment and I will call you back later 
like that's okay and they and you have to sometimes train people to learn that that's okay mm. yeah good message <laughs> I'm, I'm like taking that to heart I'm, like taking notes right now yeah I'm, I mean yeah knows I, I don't like to say no or the first thing I think about is how do I make this work yeah instead of thinking I actually don't need to make that work. That's yeah. already spending time and energy. Yeah. That might not, that I might not have. Other For times sure. maybe I can do that, but. For sure. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like if you can do it, then great. But if you have moments where you're like, okay, I really cannot handle this right now. It's like, you should be able to honor that for yourself because if you are feeling anxiety for trying to like talk to someone or help someone or this or that, then that is your spirit telling you that maybe that's not what you're supposed to be doing at that moment. Um, And the same thing goes for work. The same thing goes for different things. Like I don't say yes to everything, you know, and I don't, just because of money or anything, like I don't say yes, just working with certain people, especially if God says no, I'm like, okay, cool. There's a reason I don't need to be working with that person or this what have you you know I'm known to keep boundaries up and people sometimes be like oh you're being judgmental and I'm like no I'm not I just know my holy spirit and I've never been wrong and my ex did that a lot he always would say oh you're being judgmental but then right after we would find out like I literally like right after I would it would never be wrong it would never be wrong about that person of why I shouldn't have worked with them and something bad happened every freaking time and I'm like no God just speaks to me very clearly and I know who I need to put boundaries up with and who like I don't and who I need to like who I can share some stuff with and who I need to be a little bit more protective of myself of sharing certain details with and that's like a gift and I you know I'm not ashamed of that you know you have to be able to have that discernment and boundaries to be able to lead a healthy full life absolutely and also to teach others as well like exactly to do that as well yeah yeah like it's so important I have so many stories of the, of the few times I've went against the Holy Spirit and it literally came back to burn me in the butt like literally like seriously last year was terrible with some people and that I like was like okay well maybe I am being judgmental I lost my confidence for a little second and it literally almost like got me kicked out of my apartment because this person became so evil so it's like I'll never go against my inner like my inner judgment again when it comes to people and I'm very good at reading people so um, I, I do have those boundaries and I do have that discernment and that I'm not, I don't waver in that. So I, I like to teach people how to do the same because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's very needed. Yes. It's very mm-hmm. needed. Especially in the world of social media, everyone growing up, you almost feel like you have to give to be quote unquote liked. Yeah, Even if right. they like you, they don't really like you. as Exactly. Yeah. They like what you're saying. Maybe they like the way you look. But that's yeah. not who you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's so true. Like I try to be as authentic as possible with people with what I'm going through and what things are happening. Or if I don't feel like posting, I don't post, you know, or like what have you. Um, so it's just, it's just that the more you can do that and be confident in that, the more you can be discerning and have room to be able to understand what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. And, and even as consumers, right? Because I feel like sometimes we hold a lot of influencers up to this certain pedestal or this <laughs> yeah. level, right? Yeah. And you, I don't know if you get some fans, but they're thinking like, oh, like, 
why are you doing this? Why are you? I'm like, yeah. that was who I always was. I never yeah. pretended. <laughs> no, I, and that's why I try. I mean, I've never really had a lot of backlash, which has been great so far, um, which has been awesome because I think I've been very open and honest about my story and very transparent about my struggles and such. So I think most people who are following me understand. I think I've only had a few moments where someone's been like, oh, well, this or that. Or you said this word and I'm like, girl, like if this is not for you, it's not for you. Like that has right. nothing to do with me. Mm-mm. Like I said, the, I said the word damn one time in one of my posts and this woman like messaged me like, hey, like it could just be misleading, you know, for Christians or younger Christians, da, 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 da. And I'm like, first of all, it's in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> second of like the word damned is in the Bible. And second of all, like I, if that is what turns someone away when they know that I am a very fervent worshiper of God, then that is not on me at mm-hmm. all for saying the word damn. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean words have power but i think right now in our society we're giving words too much power right i think i have little kids at home my husband and i we do curse yeah but, but for us is what's the intention behind your words we yeah. can say fudge instead of the other f word but what is your intention behind yeah. the word right yeah. if your intention is bad it's that's still not gonna be a good word yeah. so for us like word is a word but Again, think about the intention. If you're just venting and use the word damn, yes. that's not bad. Right? Right. We all feel yeah, exactly. that. But if you're trying to damn someone, that's a whole different story. Yeah, exactly. So I've only had a few moments where it's been like weird like that or something, or like someone's tried to challenge me on like something. And I've just like, you know, got like went right back and they're like, hey, no, like this is why I said this. Or like, obviously through like all the stuff happening this past year. Like I was very vocal about all that, which was just when I was on the show and shared with you guys. Um, And it's just, yeah, like a couple of people tried to be all like, well, you know, God is for everyone and such. And I'm like, yeah, he is. But like a lot of people are not. (laughs) And that's the point. Like, what is it so hard? Like, why is it hard for you to understand this? Because you're being ignorant in your own insecurities. And that has nothing to do with anyone but yourself. And that's between you and God. But you can't have that allowed to hurt other people and allow to turn a blind eye, which hurts other people. So definitely have had a lot of like challenging conversations this past year with people uh for sure definitely and certainly with challenges on social media it is public and sometimes you feel like you have to always respond yeah even though it like might not need a response there's some things where yeah you gotta let it go guys yeah no <laughs> you like yourself yeah like now I'm really like sometimes I'll respond when the holy honestly when the holy spirit says respond that's true because there's sometimes like this past like political season and all that stuff where I was like okay oh my gosh but there were specific things that God had me post where I was just like strictly the holy spirit saying this is what you need to say and that's it you know mm-hmm. um and there have been some times where I've just like wanted so badly to post on someone being very ignorant or very hateful or whatever but guys like no it's not even worth the energy it's not worth the time like stay focused like that's been the huge thing that I've been told in my spirit this whole season is just stay focused on what I've called you to do the people I've called you to help you can't get lost in the noise because that's all it is you know you can't help people who are 
brick wall mentality, you know, have a brick wall mentalities. And it's like you, it's like, you're just going to keep hitting it every time. So it's not worth even discussing stuff with them when they have already made up their mind before even having a discussion with you. So it's like, you have to learn to pick and choose the battles. Once again, be discerning because there have been discerning moments when I've had those challenging conversations where God was like, okay, this person possibly will like actually hear what you're saying yes and then you'll have those moments where god's like nope don't even waste your time like or you just can or you don't even need god to tell you you just can see like (laughs) you just can feel it instantly like this is not worth my time like you're like you're just gonna stay ignorant so but that's not i'm not gonna waste my time you know running against your brick wall that you've put up so Mm -hmm. let me keep it moving Mm -hmm. so yeah and when you speak about discerning, it's that's definitely a lesson that um, like a lot of my friends and my Bible study, like we've been talking yeah. about because some we have to know there's a lot of false teachers out there. There's a lot of false promises mm-hmm. and knowing like what's really for you and what what is God really saying um, versus the enemy, because it's it sometimes sounds really similar and you don't know. You don't know sometimes that an opportunity feels almost too good to be true. You have to stop, wait, and pray upon that to make sure that that's really like an opportunity for you. Yeah. Not a temptation. Yeah, that's so true. It's like, and I've gotten myself in those situations before too. And it was like, oh, is this good? It does not, you know, and I've gone through with some things and it ended up not being what it, what it was supposed to be. And I'm kind of actually in that situation a little bit now, but God is like, at the same time, he's very faithful and showing different things. He's supporting it's you. Like, he is, he's he supporting respects me. your decision. Yes. <laughs> so now it's up to me once again, uh, to take the action of, of, like what is next you know Mm -hmm. like okay what am I going to do to um continue to go down this road and then create those action steps to do what I have to do in faith to be able to rise out of this situation and to be able to move on to the next level and that next territory so that's what I'm always thinking about now is like okay cool like I made this decision so now like where am I you know being led and also how can I use this too like because even though the situation's been a little interesting and toxic um God has been able to use me to minister actually within it to, mm-hmm. to some people so and connect with some people that I feel like after this is done I'll be able to have those connections that I think will be very fruitful for the future in in doing some cool things so it's like it's just all about perspective as well um with things and just yeah being discerning about who you work with and like where you live and all that stuff. It's so important. It's so important. It really is. I'm learning that more and more and more. It's like, it's so important to be discerning of all of those decisions. Yeah. And it's because there's definitely something to be said about making the quick decisions that you know are like are right for you. Yeah. But then also just thinking a little bit deeper and just, it's okay. It's okay not to feel rushed. And if something's yeah. rushing you, then you gotta, you gotta have that voice. I have, mm-hmm. I have that voice to like yeah. push back and remind yeah. myself that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to, it's just like, you have to take, be able to take your time and just go with what the spirit is saying and, and take that time to also be in the spirit so you can be able to make those right decisions. Right. 
And, and going back to just figuring out the path, I think a lot of it kind of came through to me last year was that I was living a life that I wasn't sure I really wanted or wasn't sure if it was really for me. I had just been doing all the right things that I had thought I needed to do. Just always having those checklists. I was, I was a good girl. I w- had my A's and I needed to get the job. But then realizing at the same time, why am I not happy if I'm always doing these checklists? Is this really like, what the path I need to be on or is God telling me and showing me something more but I'm not really listening because I'm doing what I want not what the Holy Spirit is is leading me to so that was definitely something last year I had to really start pulling and picking apart yeah (laughs) and figuring out because it's not to also say that I was totally miserable like in a lot of those decisions like God was always supporting me but there is always this this light and thinking you know but there's something else there's something Mm -hmm. else that you're meant for yes yes no I I mean like I said like I was coming out of very crazy situation that I got myself in and that God was faithful to me in in despite it all and um it was interesting just having to go through that and just being like okay like I have more for you you deserve more and and I I don't want you in this situation because I have a lot of work for you to do to be able to help other people and this is not helping you know Mm -hmm. but at the same time coming out of that situation it's really helped me to help even more people and be able to relate to even more people and I've really been aware of that So either way, I've been able to use it for his good and he's been able to do the same. You know, I really always believe that um, in his word, you know, even though we may not understand why certain things happen and, and things are crazy out here, you know, I really have seen him use it for my good. And I've been able to receive opportunities to help others because of what I've been through and what I've survived. And that has been something I can never discount. Mm-hmm. And he only uses his strongest warriors for his toughest battles yeah. <laughs> because he knows that you can handle. <laughs> That's what my friend always reminds yes. me. Like, if you're feeling like it's a tough battle, know that God chose you. He could have chosen anybody else. Yeah. He chose you. And, and anyone yeah. listening, like, if you feel like you're in a tough battle right now, know you got to you got to like really dig in deep and then mm. listen to that spirit inside yeah, yeah. And, and follow that. Yes. And take those action steps. You know, I, some, sometimes people too, like, it's especially like helping out survivors of abuse and such. It's sometimes people feel like they um, staying in something or they know it's not helping like deep down, but yet they're scared. Like fear, right. Is like a huge thing. So people get fearful and get scared of what could be next. And I was just talking to the gal that I'm, you know, trying to help right now. And she's like, I've invested so much in what, what's going to be next and, and this and this and this. And I'm like, Hey, if you have the faith, to trust God, to be able to lead you to what you actually deserve and what actually is good for your life, then you know what I'm saying? That nothing else matters. Like nothing else matters at that point. Like you just have to take the leap. It doesn't matter. Like I've taken leaps without literally hardly any money in my account. And like, like I said, we can be here all year talking about my story for real. Like, cause I have a lot to tell, but it's like, I have taken big leaps with hardly like a hundred dollars in my account sometimes. And God has 
provided and he has, you know, put me in seasons where he had to strip me down and build me back up to be who you, you are, who you're talking to right now. You have to take those action steps because sometimes and a lot of times it's like you, if you should be rooted, you should stay where you are. But most of the time there's actions that need to be taken. Faith, it's like faith is an action. It takes faith. It takes action to have faith, right? Just like anything else. And you have to be able to be willing to move for God to move. Like he's not just going to like magically, you know, maybe sometimes he will, but not in my circumstance. (laughs) Has he ever just magically been like, okay, here you go. It's been crazy, weird, serendipitous, supernatural, you know, odd things that have happened from actions of Mm -hmm. my decisions. And I think that I'll always be that way and always has been that way. Um, So we have to learn to take those action steps. We have to, like even, you know, some people, like another gal was like, well, I don't have enough money to move or this or that. I'm like, there's resources. You know, there are, there are things you can do if you want to do them. There are things that you can do to find your way out and find your way forward. There's never a place where you're that stuck. Cause I've been in some places where I've been, you know what I'm saying? Like, like feeling like I was stuck and no one was there to help me. And I had to figure it out. Like I've been in those places a few times, but yet one thing that people always will say about me is actually like, you are good at making something out of nothing. Like you have always just been able, like you literally can just that's one thing my ex did say about me. You know, he always would be like, you're good at making something. Like you can just take something that's not there and just like, I don't know how you do it. And honestly, that's because of my faith. Like when I've had nothing else, I've at least had that. I've at least had my belief that knowing that I have somebody watching out for me that I know is going to help me get over this. And that's always been God. And that's what I truly believe at the end of the day has been my foundation of my success thus far is my faith. Mm-hmm. And continued success. You will continue to rise and continue to soar. Yes, girl. Your heart is, again, like we're so honored to have you on our podcast and we're so honored to be able to have a chance to speak with you. And I know that our audience is going to hear that same passion inside your heart. I feel like we just paid for a really amazing therapy session. Oh, (laughs) I'm glad. A teaching course. You are serving so many people and so many women and I cannot wait to share your story can they still find you on your website yes you? mm-hmm. yeah yeah so um ashleylaurensmusic.com um make sure you put the s behind the lauren <laughs> so it's laurensmusic.com um instagram totally hit me up on there at ashley lauren official and keep an eye out there's a lot rolling out um this upcoming year including my documentary which I am officially yeah big basically announcing now. Wow. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank we're you. So, we're so excited. A documentary on Netflix or on YouTube? So, um, it'll be on one of those platforms. I'm working with a pretty, yeah. And that was a whole God thing that happened too. I was already working personally on documentary footage of the past decade just to put out one day, but I ended up being connected with this producer and she heard a little bit of my story and now we're working on launching my yeah first 
I think of many documentaries um, in regards to healing, in regards to coming through on the other side and showing that process and just being real and vulnerable with it um, from a spiritual and mental um, aspect. And um, I'm super, super excited about it. <laughs> and definitely let us know when that launches. We'll make sure that yeah. we promote you on our oh, podcast as well as like our blog. We're getting a little bit better. I'm I'm getting awesome. a little bit better yes. about like doing websites. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> and we want to thank you so much. Thank, thank you so much, you. Ashley, for joining us today. Thank you. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening. Sounds good. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to this episode. We really appreciate your support for our little podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it will mean the world to us if you can leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. This will help more people discover our podcast. You can find Lost and Refound podcast on Instagram at lost.and.refound. If you want to email us, you can do so at lostandrefoundpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, I hope you stay positive and creative. Bye.